we'll be going through scripture, thinking about our faith, and preparing ourselves for the day. Stick around. Hey, good morning, everybody. It is December the 23rd. So glad to see you here this morning as we continue through the Gospel of Mark. Uh, just a reminder that tomorrow will be our last Stress to the Nines of 2020, and we will resume on Monday, January the 4th. With what we shall resume is to be determined, but for now, we're wrapping up the Gospel of Mark. As a reminder, also, I'm jumping around just a little bit and skipping some passages here in the last two chapters in order to finish us off by the end of this year. So we talked about yesterday, the crucifixion, and today we will talk about Jesus' death. We will not read about Jesus' burial and tomorrow instead go to the resurrection. Uh, so I encourage you at some point today to read Mark 15, verses 42 through 47, uh, just to kind of complete complete the effort here. So we're going to read verses 33 to 41 this morning of the 15th chapter. Let's listen for God's word to us. When it was noon, darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon. At three o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they said, listen, he is calling for Elijah, and someone ran, filled a sponge with sour wine, put it on a stick, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down. Then Jesus gave a loud cry and breathed his last, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. Now when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was God's son. There were also women looking on from a distance. Among them were Mary Magdalene and Mary, the mother of James, the younger and of Joseph, and Salome. These used to follow him and provided for him when he was in Galilee, and there were many other women who had come up with him to Jerusalem. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So uh, I want to focus here on the beginning of the passage you likely know that Jesus is quoting scripture here when he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? He's quoting the 22nd Psalm. Now, the end of that Psalm is pretty hopeful, and quite a few people think that he is intending to orient us towards the totality of Psalm 22. And I think there is some of that in here, but for me personally, I think Jesus puts these words out here and simply lets them lie. In this moment, Jesus is distressed, and in this moment of great suffering, he feels a distance from God which he has not experienced. It is the only time in his uh, recorded life in the Gospel of Mark that he does not refer to God as Father. I think that's significant. I think what we see here as Jesus suffers near the end of his life 
is a spiritual distance. It is a darkness that comes over him, just as the darkness comes over the land. And if we rush too much through this little verse, and we focus on the totality of Psalm 22, then I think we miss the spiritual difficulties that Jesus was going through. These are foreshadowed in the Garden of Gethsemane. Even there, we can see that Jesus is struggling with what is being asked of him. So here, finally, in the moment of his death, he cries out to God, Why have you forsaken me? This is important for us because all of us will go through very dark periods of faith during our lives. We will go through times where faith is hard for us, it is elusive, it feels as though we cannot grasp it. Jesus went through the same thing. Here he is expressing that distance from God and expressing his confusion and his suffering to God. When we go through those times in our faith, it's important for us to remember that we don't go through them alone, nor are we the only ones to have experienced such difficulties. There are indeed times where all of us feel distance from God, and so did Jesus. His death on the cross reminds us of what he had to go through and the ways in which he suffered, and it reminds us as well that in our suffering, spiritual malaise and challenge is common. So don't feel as though you have failed personally on some level if you have found your faith diminished during difficult times. It's been a difficult year. Perhaps you have felt that distance, and perhaps you have felt guilty about it. I don't know, but I do know that Jesus experienced it, and I do know that when he quotes Psalm 22 here, he is certainly reminding us that faith is not always a straight line, and it is not always lived perfectly And we are not always in existence fully uh, with God in our minds and in our hearts. So, on this day before Christmas Eve, let us pray. Holy God, on this day, we are grateful for what you've done for us and grateful for the ways in which you've guided us. We pray that you would help us in our faith. And we pray for those this day who are struggling during a very difficult season. We pray especially for those for whom Christmas is a challenging time especially this year of a pandemic. We pray that you would be a source of strength and comfort, that you would renew the faith of those who seek you, and that you would remind all of us of the grace we receive through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Okay, that concludes our Stress to the Nines for this morning. Tasha will be back tonight, and I will see you tomorrow. Until then, peace.